another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm uh, Ali. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and I'm Belle. And I am Jason Morgan. Jason is here. Yay, and he we have a the guest. one who makes all of our cool stuff. He Literally. does our theme song. He does our YouTube intro. He does a bunch of stuff. He's yeah. also one of my best friends. So thanks for thanks. joining us. You're making me feel like a valuable person. It won't last long. <laughs> okay, I didn't figure. Just wait. Yeah, we're getting it out now. <laughs> uh, this is actually the earliest we've ever recorded. I don't know if Miley wanted me to say that. I keep looking I at cameras even though we're not filming this. Um, it's so Lucky for you guys because guys. it's really early. <laughs> we don't look our best currently. But here we but, are. Well, let's get right into it. Elizabeth Short was born on July 29th, 1924 in Massachusetts. She dreamed of being a Hollywood star since she was a teenager. She made the big move to Los Angeles, California to pursue those dreams. She was 22 and worked as a waitress to make a living while waiting for her big break. That unfortunately did not come because on January 15th, 1947, Elizabeth's body was found in an empty lot near Lemur park in los angeles can i just say that uh i could never move to la and try to be an actress that much rejection mm. would just kill your self-esteem have me spiraling man yeah me I too i personally just think that like, i'm a filmmaker and i i've almost vowed to never move to la ever because like that is la as a city is scarier than anything you're about to talk about period. i think that <laughs> it would just stress me out so hardcore to constantly be like no sorry we don't want you and i would yeah. just be like well now that i thanks. think about it me too <laughs> and then you have to go be a waitress but you see this is why you do I've this kind of stuff you like you just say i accept myself i'm gonna make the thing there you go <laughs> it took okay but it took one mean email and me and Belle were like almost in tears we were like oh no what are we now doing? we just don't read mean emails anymore yeah, exactly or we laugh at them yeah true don't be mean. <laughs> it's rude. Please stop harassing my friend. <laughs> yeah, I really. do that enough. So um, she had been cut in half and mutilated. Oh, that, yeah, this sorry, is that wasn't a very good quickly. It is so early to be talking about this. I'm sorry. Her face was slashed and the corners of her mouth were cut up into a smile. Oh, man. I yeah, really like a joker said, smile. Oh, yeah, I should have said your listener discretion is advised because this one's pretty deep. Sorry, guys. It's a little late now. TW. If you know anything, if you know anything about the Black Dahlia, you know how brutal it is. So hopefully you guys were prepared. Yeah, and we kind of teased all season that our season finale is going to be about horrible things that happened in Hollywood, Hollywood. and films. Yeah, so, true. Hence the reason why we have Jason here. Yes. A man who I, has made I am films. The, I am the expert here. That's, yeah. Film you know what's funny is like, I love to watch like YouTube, because it's like a magician going to a magic show is not very like mm -hmm. impressed by like the magic. Mm -hmm. It's more like, oh, that was really cool. Yeah. So it's like when I see like these little YouTube compilations, it's like ghosts caught on film. I'm like, lens flare, lens flare, <laughs> glitch, frame rate problem, <laughs> lens flare. Like getting yeah, mm -mm, no. Yeah. But no, this is just like straight up murder. You can't oh, yeah. 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 No. <laughs> death, mainly. No. You can't really fake death. Well, I mean Well, arguably. Not in this case. You, this is pretty if you're cut in half. If someone that's cut, pretty cut and dry. Again, a magician. That's what like, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. But that's more of like body contortioning. 
Less so like saw to bone type thing. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) not only these things, uh, she was also drained of her blood and then scrubbed clean. In fact, there was not a drop of blood at the scene. So Uh, she obviously wasn't killed there. Yeah, right. This, who would take the time? Now, seriously. What what murderer says, I am am sly enough and like sneaky enough that I can take the time to drain a body of blood and not get caught? Kingsbury Run did that. These are cocky people. Yeah. Yeah. And he was never caught. He didn't clean the body, though. That, they're taking, like, an extra measure yeah. here. So, this all of this seems bad enough, but there are some other really gruesome details that honestly weren't appropriate for me to say on the podcast. So, if you guys are really interested in that, uh, you can look it up, because I was not comfortable. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It is all of, like, the sexual yeah. things that were done to her. Yeah. It only took 56 minutes for her to be identified by the FBI from her fingerprints because they were already in the system uh, because she uh, was arrested for underage drinking. Uh, The media quickly began referring to her as the Black Dahlia due to the Blue Dahlia movie that was out during that time and her rumored habit of wearing sheer black clothes. I love that. The sheer black clothes, not... You know, her murder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understood. <laughs> so Love so, the aesthetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As the story quickly spread, police were bombarded with calls claiming to have information and countless false confessions. As always. Oh my gosh, false confessions pee me off. Yeah, man. me too. Uh, they Why all would you confess to something. Attention. Yeah. Well, then you could go to jail. They don't but, care. Uh, yeah. But back in these days, they is was the twenties. They'd still hang you. Yeah, it was the 20s. I doubt that in Hollywood, though. You could still get the death penalty. Also, I don't think that was in The electric chair. California. Like mm, yeah. I really don't understand. People were really just desperate for attention, I guess. I, guess. I mean, now they just have TikTok and Instagram for that. Exactly, really. People now would still probably be confessing to crimes they didn't commit if it wasn't for social media. Yeah, seriously. So the one, it's the one good thing that TikTok has brought us. No more false confessions. No more false confessions <laughs> of brutal murder. That and all those Captain America edits that I get to watch every day. Oh, <laughs> that too. <laughs> so all of those confessions and all of the information led to dead ends. Um, the cuts that were made seemed to be clean and precise, so there was suspicion that the perpetrator was skilled in dissection. And they'd have to be really strong too. Yeah. So to cut through a, a body. Oh, yeah. This is a doctor that did this. Like some, There's a some good surgeon. possibility. Yeah, because a butcher wouldn't be strong and like they wouldn't be pre- precise enough. Mm, They'd yeah. be strong enough, but they yeah. wouldn't be precise but enough. But a butcher does r- regularly drain bodies of blood. Yeah. Mm. So, Which point. we brought this up. Some what people was, believe. What if it was the butcher for the restaurant? She was the waitress at. Oh, whoa. I'm going way out. Some people believe that it was the mad butcher, the case that we talked about earlier this season, is the one who killed her. Do I believe that? No. (laughs) I do not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, the MO's. It was all the way in Ohio. Oh, yeah. So 
Eh, not likely. And this guy lived in a shanty town. I yeah. don't know how he would have enough no. money to make it all the way to California. Not likely. He got legs. Hitchhiking. That's a long way. Like, that's right? Like that's a long way to hitchhike. Yeah, very long and way. And you're hitchhiking across, like, the Great Plains, where there's just sometimes nobody on the road. Well, that that, yeah, that would miles. be the place, if you want to go kill people, go kill people in Kansas. Yeah, and nobody's around to like. It's true. No, it's not going that we're on. encouraging murder. <laughs> However, <laughs> we're saying that L.A. When are you going to yeah, get away with the murder? No. L.A. or to Kansas? Say the yeah. dumbest thing, and I'm really happy that I stopped myself. I was like, "Where was Texas Chainsaw Massacre?" <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had an well, art teacher, and she was like, she she said. She told me, she said, I wasn't cool in college, but I really tried to be. Oh, no. And she said, in my first party I went to, uh, there was this, like, group of guys, and this was the 90s, she said, and they were all talking about Dave Matthews' band. And she went up to them and said, yeah, I love them. Who, like, who's their lead singer? <gasps> I would kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, back to murder. Yeah. <laughs> The FBI was asked to investigate a group of students from the University of Southern California Medical School, but nothing ever came from that investigation. The case went cold, although it remains one of the oldest and most famous cold cases in Los Angeles. Yeah, I have a book about the Black Dahlia. It might be here. My next right now. sentence. <laughs> Books and movies have been inspired <laughs> yeah. by the Black Dahlia oh, since then. One of these being Black Dahlia, Red Rose. It describes Elizabeth's last days and the investigation. It describes the murders as being Leslie Dillon, a bellhop and former mortician's assistant. Okay. Oh. He began writing to the LAPD's chief police psychiatrist. Uh, he knew the information about the murder that the police department had been keeping secret. He knew that he... Um, he knew someone named Jeff Connors who might have seen the killer. They both ended up being released, though. Uh, after the book came out, the son of one of the original investigators of the case came forward. He described how he heard his father and another detective talk about the case on multiple occasions. He said that they believed Leslie Dillon, Jeff Connors, and a man named Mark Hansen were all involved in the murder. Oh, gosh. Do you know what's really sad, though? She finally got famous. It was after <gasps> she was dead. Even though that ah, is so sad. Be careful what you wish for, kiddos. How do you think she feels about... I mean, obviously, she's not thrilled that she was murdered, but do you think she kind of is like, you know... Is she's it? so well-known. Ah, uh, yeah. So well-known now. Like, probably more than A what she of, ever would have been if she became famous yeah. in Hollywood. Because people are still talking about... Yeah, exactly. This murder. We literally we are. We currently. Are. Yep. Yeah. It is depressing, though. That is like yeah. That's like, why did you bring that up? That that's really like. I, I figured like that's that. what that other people would sad. think of too. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't even cross my mind. Oh. I was like, I was like, was it that bellhop? I'm over <laughs> here like she finally got famous. Straight <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm over here playing playing Clue, and Belle's just like, <laughs> <laughs> she she Belle's gonna write the follow up fic. Is yes. what her ghost thinks right now in, yeah. in her spirit life. God, that would be depressing. Would I'd be. read that book, honestly, though. <laughs> so, more possibilities. <laughs> uh, there's another book that was written by Steve Hodel. He claims that his own father was the Black Dahlia killer. 
While going Weird through flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> While going through his father's things after his death, he came across a small photo album. In the back, he saw two pictures of someone he thought looked like the Black Dahlia. He then became dedicated to figuring out whether his father, George Hodel, was connected to the case. This happens a lot, though. Somebody like this thought that their dad was a Zodiac killer, too. Yeah. So it's like, they this weren't. isn't a false confession. It's like, I think I know the guy who did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's true. So I don't have the balls to say I did it, but I think I know the it's guy like who did it. fame by association. There's, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. Um... Steve Hodel uh, was a homicide detective for the LAPD who's the son, so he has, yeah. like, some experience with this stuff. He discovered that his father's handwriting closely resembled that of letters sent to the p- press and police from the Black Dahlia Avenger claiming to be the killer. His father was also a doctor and was in medical school in the 1930s. This was at the time... <sighs> okay, this was at the time that hemocorp Hemocorporectomy was taught. Hemocorporectomy. Can you tell us what that is? Because of course, no free. Uh, that was a procedure that involves amputating the pelvis and lower extremities below the lumbar spine. This is the only like procedure that can be done to cut a body in half without breaking a bone, which is exactly the procedure that was performed on Elizabeth. I think this man so, did it. So this was. <laughs> so this was practice he was just practicing mm-hmm. uh, yeah med I mean, students are weird but like he, but he said it was a med student in the 30s would he have learned that yet when, when was she killed 24 right? yeah 24 so then how oh, then the time yeah wait no 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 but that makes 47 me, she was killed in 47 she was born in 24 oh she, yeah found in 47 okay. so oh, it so would add yeah, up yeah that would add up yeah Empty bags of cement were found at the crime scene. Did not think you said no. cement. Mm-mm. Cement. Yep. Might want to pronounce that to you a little harder cement. next time. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely missing the T as well. We got it though. No bags, bags. of cement. <laughs> bags. I quit. I quit. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop saying it. Yep. <laughs> they were found at the crime scene, and the son supposedly matched receipts from. His dad with the same. His dad still had receipts from 1947. Shut up. Oh my gosh. I throw some receipts away like the second after. Well, I don't want to see your tax return check, man. I I don't see it either. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I do. Um, Information later came out that George Hodel was a top suspect for the case during the time. His secretary had died and he burned papers before calling the police. Um, His house was bugged and he was heard saying, quote, supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia, they couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary anymore because she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's not, like, that's not technically admission of guilt. No, I've said weird stuff like that before. He's also an arrogant guy. Exactly. Be like, can't talk to my secretary, LOL. She um, said <laughs> a woman was also heard screaming on February 19th, 1950. He moved to the Philippines, which police supposedly were aware of, but they didn't even attempt to stop him. Lovely. His son also claims to have tied him to other murders in California as well as Chicago, Manila, and even to the Zodiac killer. 
Oh which, my god! Yeah, and he wrote some books about this. Yeah, so. it seems like this son was paranoid and/or wanted attention. He, he's still alive, so I doubt he listens to our. Podcast. I respect it. That's all but I'm gonna come say. Come on, the Black Dahlia it's Killer not, and the Zodiac Killer. Just, he might be wanting attention. That's not even yeah. the same. That's not even close to the same mo. Or the same no, time not. frame. Zodiac Killer was like 20 years later. So like his book so, got a lot yeah. of. Yeah, was it like the 70s or the 60s? I can't remember exactly when Zodiac Killer was. Uh, so George Hodel died in 1999 in San Francisco, California. Elizabeth's family denied that the pictures that were found were of her. There are also reports that said that the handwriting comparison was inconclusive. So, I mean, it could go either way. There were, yeah. So the, the first book that he wrote... It was it, it got quite a bit of attention, but then other people felt the same way when he started coming out with these other books, comparing him to other killers, and they were like, mm. Maybe your dad was just a crappy guy. So I feel like, like he really like just... He has some unresolved trauma. Yeah, it sounds like he has daddy issues. Therapy about and yeah. not, not write murder books about. And this is public I think I know who this so... guy is. I mean, not personally. I think I've watched a documentary about him. <laughs> The I straight George up Hope. thought you meant I met this dad. No. <laughs> Personally. The dad? No. Or the, the actual the killer? The son. Oh, the son? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I read reports that his, the son's family, people have asked them why his dad is so obsessed with this because he's like dedicated his whole life to it and his his family was like, I have no idea. If you if you find out, please let us know. Which <laughs> is really sad. In his all night, and we just hear Black Dahlia. Oh my god! <laughs> there were twenty four original suspects, although some were dismissed, and others have recently emerged. Some other popular suspects include Walter Bailey. Mark Hansen, which I already mentioned, Dr. Patrick S. O'Reilly, and Orson Welles. Or, Orson Welles killed yeah. this person? <laughs> what? I don't know. I thought it would be funny to mention. That, all right. I, There's I, speculation. <laughs> I just wanted to say There's that. speculation that Citizen yeah. Kane himself. Orson Welles, right after like the 40s, became a very unhealthy individual and moved to Spain and drank for the rest of his life. I don't think he had the capability to cut a steak in half, <laughs> much less a human being. Yeah. But okay. If you're going to accuse people of murder, I guess. Go I big or go home. Yeah, yeah, for real. So as of right now, this, the case is still considered unsolved. Mm. How depressing. Yeah. That's very, yeah, that's sad. She, ima- like, imagine like... Dying that way. Do you all imagine how you would die often? All the time. No. We talk about it literally all the time. We talk about death a lot. I've never considered how I might die. Okay, like I would like to think oh, we talked age. about it at the end of the what episode was it? Not Redmont. What was the one after Redmont? White Screamer. Yeah, yeah. We talked about well, here, it then. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to die of old this age. Is very Vampire Diaries. Do you like Vampire Diaries? I've never seen Vampire Diaries. Please educate yourself, child. It is <laughs> yeah. so good. I don't watch anything. Klaus. Okay. She doesn't watch. Klaus anything. and Caroline are like the greatest television characters. Klaus was in my fan fiction. This is true. The Charlie Hell Hell and the the, the Banshee Werewolf. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. But like, you can be alive and be drained of your blood. 
like you can yeah, feel yourself point. die. So it's like, of all the yeah. ways to die, would you like rather drown or like no? Miley's horrified of water. Or like be like actively drained of your blood while still living. I think I would want to be drained of my blood. I think that that sounds like an okay way to die. You just kind of slowly. Man, I wonder how that would feel. Yeah, like like it like yeah, like it'd be probably really tingly. Wouldn't Ew. it make you? I feel like it'd make you very <gasps> sleepy. Would you? Would you just be laying there? Would you be almost yeah. like paralyzed? I want well, if it was if it was like the butcher theory. Would she be like hanging? You would pass out eventually. If you were drained yeah. of your blood in a medical environment, like with an IV drained, you would pass out pretty, probably but pretty if it early wasn't on. An okay. IV drain, I think I'd be okay. And with it that. was like lots of blood coming out at once, you'd be totally aware because then, like, by the time that much blood, like, you're done for. Yeah. Because it would, yeah. I think I, I would know, take I that like over would drowning. Suck. I would not want to die of old age. I do not want to be. A hundred years old. It scares me getting old. I think about it sometimes, but I would rather die of old age. Than if I'm a hundred years old and I can that. still like read and sit in front of a TV, I would. And hope. you can be like competent. Then I'll live till I'm hundred. <laughs> Belle would actively consume media for one hundred years. <laughs> yeah. That is what she's yeah, saying. Yeah, totally exactly. would. Belle would. <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> that you just be me, me sitting there. And I'm like watching uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier until like my last breath. And I'm like, what a great Now I can die happy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the memories, Bucky. And then she just, then the light just leaves her eyes and she's. <laughs> That's how I want to so die. Morbid. Oh, I hope your grandchildren, great grandchildren, go back and listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we know her last wishes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or they'll say, Put we don't know this woman. Yeah. We don't know her. Evie, Evie and Layla are going to be like, good Lord. <laughs> that, was, that was an awkward phase of her life. Yeah. We don't talk about the podcast. It's embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so next we have Antrim, also known as Antrim, the deadliest film ever made. God, Jason, why haven't you never come up with a movie title oh, like that? <laughs> I think I know. Yes, educate us. Okay. I, I think I know this one. The movie was released on October 14th, 2018. However, it's actually about a film shot in the late 1970s. Yep. Oh, yay. Yep, I know this Some one. knowledge. The original film was submitted to multiple film festival programmers, all of which died under odd circumstances. <laughs> the first ever screening of the film occurred in a theater in Budapest, Hungary. During the showing, a fire broke out, resulting in multiple deaths. It was assumed that the fire likely originated in the projector room, which is, you know, most likely. Yeah. But after investigation, it was discovered that multiple fires had actually broken out in the audience. Like, in different places. What? Finally, the <laughs> film was shown in a movie theater in San Francisco after it gained popularity. The audience began to grow uneasy and rushed to the exit. Unable to get out, a riot broke loose, leading to several more deaths, causing the death toll to rise to between 60 and 80 from, you know, this uh, movie. Yeah. Oh, my I would take Lord. that as a sign. Yeah, maybe let's not play this movie. This film. Is it yeah. on Amazon Prime? Is it on Hulu? Where uh, can I watch this film? <laughs> so after the film seemed to, after all of this happened, the film yeah. seemed to have vanished for close to twenty years, probably for the best, until it reappeared oh. in two thousand eighteen, which is when the new movie was made. Oh, 
The 2018 film begins with a legal notice stating... <laughs> fun stuff. You could go insane at any point during this film. By continuing to watch this film, you agree that the producers of this film have made you aware of the history and dangers associated with Antrim. The producers, distributors, cast, crew, unions, and theater management on all levels are released of all liability for any event that occurs to you during or after your screening, including but not limited to illness, injury, mortal danger, or death. If you disagree in any way with this notice, you must leave the theater now. What's mortal danger? Okay, so I have not watched the film. Mm -hmm. I have watched about the film Mm -hmm. because there are very few movies... Because, again, like, as a filmmaker, you go to watch a movie, it's like a magician and a magic show. It's not scary. It's like, oh, that's, I know how they did that. Yeah. Okay. This film, <laughs> I wouldn't watch. Oh, really? It is, it, and I have, like, like I super it. disturbing movies, like, Lars von Trier, don't like that man or his films. I can watch them. They're gross, but I can watch them. I won't watch this film. <laughs> No, 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 no. I want to watch it. Belle, I will show you the trailer and you will say, nope, mm-mm. Probably. It is it I wouldn't is even watch actually, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. <laughs> no, this film makes Donnie Darko look like Bambi. Uh, never mind. This film I, is like so like, and it's not like, it's not even well made. It's kind of cheesy, but like, I swear, it's like, they're right. It's like the feeling you get when you watch it. It's like, it's. Mm, no, it's like just watching oh, it and you I can't start wait like to watch. Do you know what it makes me think of? You know, the feeling that we got when we wa- did you watch Midsummer with us? No, I didn't. But it's like Midsummer is somehow f- like there's still like humanity in Midsummer. Oh, it's like I think, oh, Florence Pugh, love her, great oh, actress. I, do love I her. can connect her. with that while all yeah. the weird crap's happening, the burning a man alive in a bear suit. Spoilers. Uh, if you've not watched Midsummer by yeah. now, this is three you're years. You need, to. You're probably not going to. Um, I'll watch it when I get home. But Antrim? <laughs> you won't like bro, it. <laughs> it's like the opening scene is like these two kids in a field or in like the woods. And then like Satan himself just fits them. And it's, it's not scary. It's like not like. What? The, I mean, I'm saying it's like it's like not like it's almost comical, but it's like. Like the 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 aura, the vibes on this film yeah. are not so, it. So you remember it's whenever you really remember the witch, <laughs> yes. Black Philip, Black. Phillip. That was hilarious. That, again, wasn't scary. Right, right, so like the, the witch is almo- the witch is almost a comedy. Yeah, yeah. My lovely brother recommended that movie. Which <laughs> <Yeah>. one? <laughs> Um, Nick, <laughs> yeah, which is even crazier. Right. So whenever you watch the trailer, did you know about like the? The stories well, th- prior to this? I, I This has been a couple years ago. I think the... I don't know if the notice is on the trailer. Mm-hmm. But I did know because, like, I'd also recently watched, like, a video essay about the film. Mm. Oh. So it's, like, all around the same time. And then I went to, like... I was like, I was like okay, I got to see what this is about. And I'm like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, that's enough. Okay. That's enough for yeah. today. Uh, we're going to just leave that one. <laughs> so the movie is set up like a documentary horror film. Is that like Blair Witch vibes? It is also it also includes part of the original film, although it has been tampered with uh, by a third. It has been tampered with by a third party. The original follows siblings Orly and Nathan and the death of their dog that had to be euthanized. Mm -hmm. Nathan thinks that the dog ended up in hell after a comment that their mom made. (laughs) He begins to have nightmares and terrifying visions. 
I'm literally just giving the whole plot, but I'm not going to say, I'm not, we'll get there. Uh, Orly decides to take Nathan into the woods to try and save the dog, giving Kim peace of mind. She takes him to the exact spot where Satan fell when he was cast out of heaven. They just know where this is at. It's common knowledge, I, Beverly. You know this. Duh. They just know where this it's is in, at. It's, it's, it's in the woods near Budapest, Hungary. What? Duh. Duh. Oh my God. Everybody knows that. I didn't realize that we knew the exact location of where Satan decided to like drop out of heaven. Yeah. I don't think he decided that. I th- it, I mean, he low-key decided it. We just, yeah. I guess. His own actions. His, his own, own decisions. His own I'm actions had consequences. I don't think he got to pick the coordinates. No, probably not. Yeah. Like, he a, probably a, a would have picked for that quick. not to happen. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Can we, like, can I zone in right here? Okay, cool. Be like, I want to stop by the nearest Bubba Gumps, please. So if you could just drop me in that general location, that would be rad. Thanks, Dad. Like... <laughs> How did we get to this point? How did we get here? So the two kids decide to dig a hole to hell in order to save Like the every dog. kid has in their life. Yeah, totally get that. Um, they get more than they bargained for, however, when strange events take place. Unsure if it's real or imagined, the siblings begin seeing disturbing sights that include demons and cannibals. So I wasn't sure. Would you guys like... The spoilers or the not? I'm not never going to gonna watch this movie. So I don't recommend watching this movie. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, oh yeah, yeah tell it's, me it's it's not fun. So you guys want the spoilers? Sure. Yeah. If you guys plan on watching this movie, just skip. It shouldn't take long for me to get through this, but s- skip ahead. If skip like three three to five minutes ahead. Yeah, because I'm sure okay. I'll have a lot to say. So I read a ton of reviews and overviews. So obviously I didn't watch the movie. Um, but they had been camping in the woods, these two kids, while running from these creatures and cannibals, they get into a boat to try and get away. They both fall out, but manage to make it to shore away from their camp, except they somehow end up exactly where they started at their campsite. Um, I think that the two siblings get split up. Orly ends up in the tent with the with a gun she hears someone outside and has the gun pointed at the door nathan is outside of the tent and is about to try and come in but she doesn't know that it's him and she shoots the gun and the screen goes black like that's how the the film ends is she kills a brother boo yeah. cop out boo yeah. show me the dead brother i don't want to yeah. just think i know i hate when movies do that yeah i don't like i really do either. it's like like have have some have a spine and tell me did she did kill she her did. brother? Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So I searched and searched for the um, original film and was super confused because I thought I was looking for like this older movie, but all I could find was the one that came out in 2018. And in the middle of some research, I found an article saying that there was no original film at all. Like it didn't exist. And they just created lore. Yeah. It's yeah. Th- that is a debatable yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm impressed. Though. That's smart. Uh, this that, is impressive to do that. The thing that gets me is when you watch it, and again, like they would have had to have shot it on old cameras film stock and stuff. from the seventies. And if they did that, that's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing: whether the stories are true or not, the film still ma- makes your blood curdle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And again, would not it be hard? Would it be hard to film it on like 
film stock from the 70s? Would that be like a difficult thing to do? I mean, it'd be an expensive thing to do. And especially mm-hmm. since this movie didn't release in theaters, obviously. There's a lot of yeah. expired film stock. Um, and there's, because like, here's the thing. Film stock these days looks really good. A lot of movies you watch are shot on film and, and like they look great. Mm-hmm. A lot of the thing back then, and because Kodak's got re- really good at it. Kodak's the only people that make film anymore. Like film stock, big reels of film. But like back in the day, before digital, you had like dozens of film stock makers. So like the 70s, independent film in the 70s was characterized by what we call 16 millimeter film, Mm -hmm. which is very cheap compared to 35. It's still not very cheap. Like, Mm -hmm. but, and it's like very grainy. The color palette is very recognizable Mm -hmm. and okay cameras. You have like film bleed and like it's desaturation and low contrast kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, you could do it. It'd just be like, it'd just be a lot of money yeah. to do it now. And that just, I don't know. Because supposedly these two guys were working on another film. It possibly was a romance horror film when they started talking about the concept of watching a movie that's actually cursed. A romance horror film? Yeah. The source said that. That's how they marketed it, was by making up these stories and making people think that it caused all these deaths. Um, although I read a lot more articles talking about the movie and how it's cursed, that like seemed like they knew what they were talking about. Like these events really happened. So I'm, I'm that not just sure. seemed from the sound of what Jason said, that just seems really expensive. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's been and especially or- for a movie that's not that's only released at like. That's not, like, formally released, like, right. in multiple theaters. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. You can do a lot with digital to make it look like film. Um, I've not seen the... I've I, not seen the trailer in, in, in forever. Uh, but if I can take a look at it, I can tell you whether or not it was, it was old, probably. But, like, I don't know. Here's the thing. You can create so much zeitgeist around something being cursed that, yeah, it becomes cursed. Mm-hmm. Oh, so totally. Yeah, yeah, like you can you can convince yourself that yeah. it's and so like I don't know. I mean, the whole publicity thing went pretty well. The movie went viral on TikTok at some point. Of course um, it did. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not even kind of surprised by this right now. <laughs> Many people also referenced it when talking about American Horror Story and specifically the episode called Rabbit Rabbit. That is how I learned about it. My yeah. sister-in-law, who does not listen to this podcast because she doesn't like scary movies, so she's not going <laughs> to listen to this. She loves American Horror Story, though. Oh. Yeah. Um, and she told me about the Rabbit Rabbit episode and was like, is this real? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I looked it up and was like, we have to do an episode about all of this. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. Um, in the episode, the movie is cursed and it caused everyone to go insane. There is some truth to it's the like episode, the, however. The ring too, isn't it? What is it? It's the ring. Yeah. Oh, there's also yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So in the episode, it, I mean, what it's named after, it's called Rabbit Rabbit, which is true that's a a common thing because you're supposed to say rabbit rabbit first thing in the morning on the first of every month because it's said to bring you good luck i'm gonna start doing that president franklin d roosevelt was superstitious and told a friend that he says rabbits on the first of every month without fail always up until he died yeah he was also he had polio yeah he wasn't all there oh (laughs) is that a system of polio i mean like (laughs) 
No offense to Roosevelt or his family. So another <laughs> reference made in American Horror Story is to the movie The Exorcist. There are real claims that people experience nausea, vomiting, fainting, and cardiac arrest from watching the movie. Me and you watched The Exorcist. Yes, we have. Okay, the have Exorcist. We? we have at a sad conference. Well, we were the sad. It did not like in a hotel room. Okay, I was going to say sad. Scream. Yeah. <laughs> no, sad did not scream the. Here's scream the, the thing Exorcist. with the Exorcist. There's some like creepy things. That movie's not scary. The movie makes me, I don't even remember. It makes me laugh genuinely so hard. I know. It's really? like kind of yeah. funny. Like, Man, I'm upset that I don't remember this because I was doing this research and I was like, wow, this like looks two good. Scenes that I think make that me we watched it together. If People, not, then I made your sister watch it. Which is her because I don't remember this. People forget that like that movie, like the, like the parts they remember, that's like 15 minutes of that movie. Mm-hmm. That movie is so long and like oh there's my God, all like the yeah, medical stuff and all like the like. And like so much stuff, because really it's a drama about the the priests, and then there's like Reagan going crazy upstairs. But like, like I don't know. That movie honestly is just almost a comedy to me. It is honestly pretty funny. Okay, this is a dumb question. Okay, sorry guys, we talk about mispronouncing things all the time. But the little girl is her name Reagan. Yeah, because it's spelled R E G A N. Like the president. So then I was like, Reagan. So it's Reagan. Yeah, it's Reagan. It is Reagan. Okay, cool. Shout out to my niece, also named Reagan. <laughs> so uh, the movie is based off of a book with the same title, which is based off of a true story. I mean, but that's not far-fetched. People get exorcisms. This is um, a little bit more than a normal exorcism, Bill. Just yeah. A Just a little. So, Do you not float off your bed when you get your weekly exorcism? <laughs> Uh, unlike you, I don't get a weekly <laughs> exorcism, but it's like oh, a weekly that's, that's cleanse. <laughs> so it comes from an exorcism on a 13 year old in Maryland. They used the fake name Roland Doe, but people believe that his real name was either Robbie Manham or Ronald Reagan. Uncle? 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 with an H. It's when you, Sorry, it's when guys. your crush has a really hot uncle. <laughs> Hunkle. Hunkle. I would use that term. Is Dustin going to be the hunkle? That, he already is. <laughs> there you yeah. go. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so they decided to change the name in the movie to Reagan. But the true story. And change it to a little girl? Yeah. Yes. Because it's huh. creepier when children have terrible things happen to them. But this was a he little was, boy. I, yeah, he's only 13. But oh, okay. It was a I thought these, I, somehow I thought it was a somebody with the name Ronald, uh, other than Ronald yeah. Weasley, cannot be a lower than the age of forty in my head. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. I agree with that. So he began showing signs of a demonic possession after his aunt died, who showed him how to use a Ouija board. Oh my! Yep, there it is. God. His family contacted doctors, psychiatrists, priests, and even moved to multiple cities for help. Despite multiple exorcisms, he continued to break out of his constraints and often hurt the people present. So um, it was it was pretty pretty bad. I would just send the kid to a psych ward. He went through thirty exorcisms. What a loving mother. <laughs> I mean. But these finally stopped after one priest called on Saint Michael to fight Satan for his soul. He woke up and was perfectly fine after that, going on to live a normal life. There's Which the cure. Saint Michael. Saint Michael is the angel that casts Satan into hell. Cool, sweet. Like, <laughs> why don't I remember that at all? I went to Christian school for years. That doesn't mean a thing. We all know Honestly, that. Yeah. Accurate. 
I mainly just remember stories about David because he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Strange occurrences still happen on the set of The Exorcist, however. Oh, yes. A fire broke out, destroying basically everything except Reagan's room, which was left perfectly fine. Oh my mm-hmm. God, how expensive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. The cast experienced many traumatic events. Guns were fired on set to evoke genuine fear. Yep. Without them knowing. William, Fried- what? William Friedkin is a, is a pretty good director. He's a madman. There's a, like, there's a scene where like, uh, like one of the priests is like supposed to be like shaking and whatever. And like, he took the actor aside and he's just like, Hey, do you trust me? And the actor's like, yeah, well, sure. He just like backhands him as hard as he can. And he says, now go act. (laughs) So like when he's shaking, he's really like, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done that, Jason? (laughs) Just smack (laughs) someone in the face. Wanted to. Um, (laughs) Often. Fair. Have done it. I legally can't say no, yes. So, no, I'm not. The that. case is not closed yet <laughs> on that matter. And so. No, I am I am not physically abusive to my crew. That's good. We're glad. We're proud of you. I'm just, though. Just, yeah. Me. Understandable. And I can't blame you for that. I threw out of a wheelchair once. <laughs> I wasn't I'll in be a wheelchair. She didn't I, need I did the wheelchair. St- yeah, the wheelchair was stolen. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we didn't include that part. Uh, it was stolen from someone who actually was using it, and we, uh, we, uh, yeah. They didn't have to use it. It made their life a little easier. Yeah. Did they know? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So they it gave was, you permission. It was kind of, no. no. It was, you I'm just gonna. Going. I'm yeah, just gonna. Yeah. Just We're gonna going. talk about gonna exorcisms again. <laughs> so one of the rooms that they filmed in was also kept extremely cold, like the temperature of a refrigerator. Some people said a freezer. Like it oh was freezing delightful. cold. Well, the, and again, the director, he came from like like subdued dramas, and then they want to bring him in to make what's essentially like a fantasy film with like lots mm-hmm. of like like a horror fantasy. And he was like, well, they they got to be cold and act cold and breath coming. Let's make the set yeah, cold. literally. That's <laughs> what he did. So I mean, a, when they have breath worked. coming out of their mouth, that's it's real. real. It's legit. 100% yeah. real. Two people also sustained back injuries, one of them being Reagan's mother in the, like in the film who permanently injured her spine because there was um, – there was a rope that she was like pulled from and he was like, whoa, 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 that's not do it. You've got to pull it harder. And then they did it harder and she has a permanent spine injury. The real villain of the exorcist is not a demon. Who's this it's director? William Friedkin, yeah. who is a madman. Oh my gosh. So also in the movie, a radiologist assistant appears played by a real life x-ray technician, Paul Bateson. Bateson began drinking heavily around the time that The Exorcist came out. He met Addison Verrill on September 14th, 1977. They went to Verrill's apartment and continued to drink and did drugs. Bateson bludgeoned him and then stabbed him in the chest. He then robbed him. He was arrested for the murder and and was convicted of second-degree murder. It has also been suspected that he was responsible for a series of killings known as the Bag Murders what? that happened between 1975 and 1976. However, he was never convicted of them. Uh, he was also released in 2004 and is still alive. Ah, so this murderer is still able to go out and murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he Very told somebody nice. that he basically told someone that prison was kind of good for him. Though. Ah! I mean, he sobered <laughs> up, so that's good. 
There were also, there was a whole list <laughs> a of odd things that happened on this set that I couldn't even, this research was so long, I couldn't even include everything. There was like a list of over 30 things that happened. And I just touched on some of like the high points. Yeah. Well, I don't I know can, if I'd call them high I points. Can explain well. a lot yeah. of camera stuff away. The exorcist stuff that happened on the set, like not the stuff that happened in the film. Mm-hmm. That's like it's like I don't love it. It's yeah, kinda, it's kind of weird. Crazy. Could be coincidence. Could be happenstance. But it's it happens. It's really convenient. Could yeah. be the devil. <laughs> Could like. have been Satan. It was like, <laughs> I mean, it really is crazy that all these weird things happened, and it was based off of a, a true a story. Exorcist. Yeah. Well. I, uh, fun fact about me, I will watch all the scary movies. I will watch them all day long. I will watch, I love scary movies. Do they freak me out? Yeah. I will not listen to actual exorcisms until I like feel like I am in a safe place. Yeah. That's like a snuff film. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch people get murdered on TV, but then do I want to actually see a guy get murdered on like a, like a, you know, like a snuff movie? Nothing. So at the end of The Newest Conjuring, they play The Exorcism Mm -hmm. of the Little Boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And you were there when we watched it. I literally turned it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't disturb that stuff, people. Media creators, tell your stories. Don't don't go. Don't do that. That's tasteless and and will evoke. You'll end up with, like, a horse head in your bed one day. (laughs) I mean, this isn't the godfather. (laughs) uh, Thank you. You got the reference. I did. I mean, I have seen the godfather. This is the film episode. have you seen the godfather? Any of them? There's three. Nope. Arguably, like, some of the best movies ever. At least the first two. We don't talk about the third one. And Miley's never seen any of them. Nope. Uh, I also, I was talking to my dad, and he was talking, Bell, he has a bone to pick with you. Because did you say that the Dukes of Hazard movie was better than the series? He got very, he was very passionate about how that was not true. I, I personally like the Johnny Knoxville movie, Dukes of Hazards. The TV show, I mean, I never really watched I, I, it. I personally don't think the Dukes of Hazard lists high on any list of media. I mean, no. I don't know. I've never seen it. That, it doesn't. Do you watch anything? Nope. Scary movies. That's really about it. I don't. I haven't even watched a ton. And of the scary only movies. time she watches scary movies is normally with me. The only time she I'm, watches TV is with Allie. I'm in school. So. <laughs> I don't have time. I have a you, podcast. You've been alive for 20 years. 21 years. You've had 21 years to watch these movies. Yeah, I just haven't. Uh, get 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 some help. I, I told somebody one time. I was like, by this point in time, because uh, I used to tell people that I'd never watched. Um, what did What did we watch? Oh no! What? Uh, it's a very popular movie. It's one of your favorite, Bubba Gump's Forrest Gump. Yes, Forrest Gump. <laughs> you had to search for the film <laughs> title, yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah. She did. Okay, oh, so no. listen. I told Belle one time because she would always get really offended when I would say that, and I told her that it's basically a personality trait by this point in time because people were like, they'll talk about it. I'm like, I've never seen it. I've never seen that movie. Most movies that everybody's I always shocked. on this podcast, Miley has not seen. I, I will also say Forrest Gump's a fun movie. I wouldn't say it would be like if you're if you finally like get the like the gumption to be like, okay, I am going to like become a cinephile. Don't do it. It's so it's so exhausting. But it, 
like I, if you if you say one day like Forrest Gump's not first, Forrest Gump's Forrest not first Gump on the list. We did watch. So don't worry about that one. We had it on at one point. Yeah, we and did. I like because I have it on attention. at my house at least like once every two weeks. It was on vacation. Oh yeah, it's when we went to Charleston. Yeah, I, I was sitting there and I didn't really. I didn't pay complete attention it's depra- to it. It's pretty sad. Exactly. I don't like scary movies. I mean, I don't like sad movies. No, it's only a little Ginny sad. Ginny sucks. It's only a little sad. It's it's more than anything. I think it's also like kind of funny because like yeah, it's he funny. literally gets involved in like every major political and world event for like 30 uh, years. I genuinely okay. just love like, Tom He's Hanks. in the Vietnam War and he meets yeah. Nixon and Kennedy and he goes <laughs> to China and like. He's a, becomes a Olympic ping pong player. He does. Oh yeah. I remember that part. Yeah. And he has a crappy girlfriend. Yeah, I just don't like sad things. She sucks. I don't like it. Well, I, on the other hand, consume media literally constantly. So I've seen a lot of movies. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Can't relate. Well, that was another thrilling episode. Yeah. Gee, that sure was spooky. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say it every time I'm on this. Jason, where can we follow you on the socials? You can find me uh, everywhere at J. Michael Morgan, letter J. Michael Morgan. Um, I I do a lot of stuff. I've got a website, same thing, jmichaelmorgan.com, and I produce music, and I make films, and I make graphics, and uh, that's... All I do, I don't sleep really either. I just yeah, do those so things. A lot of stuff for think for us as well. <laughs> yes, you do. Miley, where can we follow us? You can follow me personally at. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Aim and Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Aim and Pod One. Like us on Facebook at Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. You can send us emails at AppalachianMM at Gmail. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Facebook. Did you say Facebook? I said Facebook. Oh, I said TikTok. <laughs> at Amen Pod. Yep. You have a TikTok now? We've never We've had posted a TikTok. Um, we just I, don't I'll, use it. I will go follow. I don't use TikTok, we'll but post I do follow one day. people. Just you I'm not wait. Convinced. Just you wait. They'll post one time. We will. Yeah. And, and that'll be never it. Again. And then after <laughs> that, we'll say, everybody, go watch our TikTok. And or they'll be we'll like, pull a, a John TikTok, Green and post videos and then take them down 12 minutes later <laughs> until we get like banned off TikTok for a while. That, that literally happened. happened to him. Why? Because <laughs> he posts TikToks and then takes them down and then. Is he just not satisfied reason? with them? He just has deep seated anxiety. Like, <laughs> I feel that. Read the thing. I believe that John Green, all of his public actions should be filtered. So the, the, he should be like, I want to make a TikTok PR person. The PR person's like, great, let's make it. And then they post it. And when he's like, oh, we got to take it down. They're like, no, John. No, John. <laughs> so he does you have a person. You get to go back in your office. They do, have a PR, he, they do have a TikTok PR person. But... She's just like, if you keep doing this, you're going to get banned. And then he got. Well, it's like Adele. Adele isn't allowed, like, she's not allowed on her social media. Yeah, because she gets drunk and tweets. Exactly. That is incredible. I love her. She is like, she's like, yeah, I got, I got, I'm in like, I'm grounded from my socials. It's one of my favorite things in the entire world when she went live on Instagram and there were videos of her and she was like, what? What are you doing? What is, what what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that is great. We'll post a TikTok one day. Or not. Probably not. (laughs) You post one TikTok, it will become like the most watched TikTok ever. And then we'll just never post again. (laughs) I mean, we'd be ahead, so. Right. No reason to do anything else by that point. Yeah, right. 
Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.